support comes from Pier 1 Theater, celebrating 50 years of creating community theater, supporting community voices, and sharing the performing arts. Schedules and information on Pier 1 Productions at 907-226-2287 and pier1theater.org. This is KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201AO Seward 88.1 FM. The time is 9.03 AM. I'm Kathleen Gustafson, and it's time for the coffee table. Good morning. Housing in Homer is the topic. Homer Housing Solutions is what we're here to talk about. And guests in the studio, let's start with Ryan Foster from the city of Homer. Good morning. Good morning. And can you talk a little bit about, just introduce yourself the way you would like to be known in the context of this conversation. Sure. What are you doing for housing at Homer? Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm a special projects coordinator with the city of Homer. And um, you know, a, t a team member of this collaborative group of community organizations coming together to, to talk about uh, a challenging topic in the community, and that's housing. Thanks so much for being here. Also, Jane Dunn from Choosing Our Roots, the co-director of Choosing Our Roots. Uh, can you introduce yourself a little bit and why you're here working on housing? Sure, well, yeah, Jane Dunn, she, her, my pronouns. I work with Choosing Our Roots and I'm the co-director of programming for the Kenai Peninsula. We have um, folks all around the state. But um, my role is that I work with unhoused youth, um, particularly queer youth, and try to get them into safe housing been working in a similar facet for about 10 years now in Homer area. Thanks, that's Jane Dunn and Karen Marks. So the from the Homer Economic Development Advisory Commission. Yes, you've but, got it right. But you also sit as the treasurer or serve as the treasurer for CAPED, the Kenai uh, Peninsula Economic Development District. But I know you're here for Homer, but it's it's a whole peninsula-wide deal. It is, and actually the reason I'm on the CAPED board is because I am the Homer representative to the CAPED board, and they were kind enough to vote me in as treasurer. But yes, although... It takes a special kind of person <laughs> to be happy that they've been put up for treasurer. <laughs> Thank you for being you. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, I am with the Economic Development Advisory Commission for Homer, and that's the primary reason why I'm in this task force. And I am involved in uh, wanting the economic development to occur uh, and occur well, and that is really going to be with year-round employees that have a place to live. And so that was one of the reasons since I picked housing under EDC to kind of spearhead for the commission. So we talked a little bit about what Jane brought up that her focus is homeless and mostly queer youth. You're talking about year-round employed people trying to find housing. Uh, who are the other stakeholders? Because there's a survey out that you could take right now and a meeting plan for next week. But everyone, in order, if you want your interests represented, then everybody needs to take this thing. So I want to, uh, I'll start with Ryan and then talk to, uh, bring all of you in uh, about who, who needs to take this, or who are the stakeholders in this survey? Is that really the right way to say it? I think so, okay. yeah, yeah. And so 
I, I just I wanted to talk a little bit about the the kind of the, the collaborative organization uh, first before we maybe talk a bit more about the survey and go ahead and to kind of round out this group. It really happened in kind of an organic kind of way where um, actually the city we had been been discussing about having a, a, a housing event and kind of through the grapevine we we heard that there were other community organizations that were talking about doing the same thing like at, at really the same time and so we got in touch with uh, uh, Jeffrey Ide he's with the South Peninsula uh, Hospital Foundation and um, we started to kind of get connected with all these groups and so we have uh, MAPS, South Peninsula Hospital Foundation, KPED, uh, the Homer Chamber of Commerce, uh, Choosing Our Roots, and, and, and the City of Homer. And we all found that we are all interested in, in talking about this challenging topic uh, in the community. Also, that people were working separately. We were, yeah. And so it's you just get more powerful and Absolutely. you join forces. Absolutely. And, and, and it just really sort of organically through the grapevine, through conversations that people were having with each other that that we started with a small group of like three or four people and then grew into about 10 people uh, that are part of this uh, organization. And about for about how long has this, have you been conceiving this uh, survey? Oh, oh gosh, maybe? for uh, about two months at least. Yeah, two yes, or three months, maybe yeah. Maybe just a tad longer than that. Yeah. So who else are, uh, have we missed anybody else who's involved so that before we go to uh, who you're speaking to, like who uh, are the various groups? Well, go ahead, Karen. I, I Karen would Marks. like to say that there are some uh, individuals who are sitting on various uh, boards and various things, but they just represent themselves with interest. But I also want to have a shout out for the Homer Foundation because uh, in the process of putting all this together, if we're talking logistics, is that we felt very strongly with so many different groups and uh, ideas and perspectives that it would be really the very best to be able to have a professional uh, facilitator. And that requires some funding. And so we were very fortunate that uh, reaching out to the Homer Foundation, they provided some uh, funds. Uh, the City of Homer provided some funds, the Chamber of Commerce, which I'm not sure that we mentioned, but I think we did. Oh, you did, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, provided some funds. And uh, so uh, it uh, has been very helpful that we also have uh, Denali Daniels and her uh, group is going to be coming down uh, and she's well thought of to be the facilitator, but okay, it also yeah. has made it possible to use her skills and her team skills to help us really create these surveys to be very uh, professional. And we have two. One is for the general public and the other is for employers. Oh, great. And is the one for employers live yet? I checked this morning, not quite yet, but it should be shortly. Soon. Yeah. So I, f I feel like now I want to move on to, we've talked about, there. we're talking about housing homeless people. We're talking about housing people who uh, have lived here and have jobs here and are just trying to get housing. But uh, I'm coming for you next, Jane Dunn, but I'm going to stay with you because I learned a very interesting fact about Ryan Foster from the city today, this morning, which is that, well, I'll just ask it. How long has it been since you've been employed by the city and trying to find housing in Homer? Uh, it's been about eight months. Um, and, and, and how are you making that work? Uh, well, 
Um, I, b before my, my time with um, the city of Homer, I was the planning director for the city of Kenai. And so I still reside in um, the Soldatna area. And actually to take this position here, um, it needed to be a hybrid position where I come down two days a week. Um, I make the round trip Mondays and, and Wednesdays, so I'm here in person, and, and then I, I work from home uh, the rest of those days. And that was really something that, um, that hybrid schedule was, was something I, I sort of had to have in order to make this work. Um, sort of long story short, we're, you know, we're continuing to look for, for housing you know, this spring, and, and we're prepared for what could be a, a challenging and, and long search. Um, so it really is, I, I think, you know, you know, my experience, and I know there's a lot others, we, f we hear a lot of anecdotal um, stories like this, you know, throughout from, from folks from, you know, coming from the lower 48, taking a position with either the city or the hospital or the schools, um, et cetera, and, 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 and folks are in a situation where they just kind of have to make do somehow, whether it's a hybrid schedule or whether it's, um, you know, short-term stays in an RV. Um, there's, there's all sorts of stories about that. And so that's, that's I think, one, another prime why we started having this conversation about housing is that we have a lot of this anecdotal evidence. We have some, you know, great kind of statewide and maybe peninsula-wide information on housing trends, but we don't qu quite know as much as we'd like to about what's going on here in Homer and in, in the, the southern part of the peninsula. So does this survey uh, address homeowners, renters, yes. homeless yes. Uh, yes. individuals <laughs> or houseless individuals? Uh, who else, who am I leaving out? Oh boy, I mean, we tried to hit all the demographics. We tried to include people who are seniors who are looking for housing. Seniors, That's becoming a really growing um, issue. Um, boy, I mean, it's really anybody who's having a hard time finding housing and technically, Regardless of what your economic status is, if you are unable to find long-term housing, you are homeless, right? Um, that it doesn't mean necessarily somebody who is income um, deprived. <laughs> right, but the, are the interests and needs of those people, do they intersect or are they conflicting? Like where, do, where right. are the places where, how do you decide, you must decide to prioritize the people who need the most well, but developers don't do that. Uh, let's, let's go ahead, go Karen Marks. <laughs> let's let's go back to uh, what we are doing for the 25th of March, which I'd like to invite everyone to please do the surveys. And when we get a chance, we'll tell you how to find them. But also, we're really encouraging people to come on the 25th of March from 9 to 12:30. Uh, can I continue the entire invite? <laughs> Yeah, so is that Saturday? That is Saturday. So next, not this Saturday, Saturday, but next Saturday. And I want you guys all break it all the way down to the snacks. What's going to happen <laughs> on that day? Where is it going to be? Go ahead. Well, and, and I say this, and I'm going to give the invitation first, and then we can kind of uh, punch into uh, what we're looking for and, and how we're setting up. But it is Saturday, March 25th. It's going to be with the doors open at 9. We're going to go to 12.30. It is going to be at the Christian Community Church, which is 3838 Bartlett Street. It is about one of the only facilities that is big enough to handle this kind of hopeful crowd. 
Uh, and we are encouraging people who are coming to use the upside parking lot. That's where the main doors are to Park come uphill. into. The, yeah, come up. Yeah. And uh, we will have um, various posters of information to start creating conversations. We are planning to have a workshop type event. There will be some discussion of the survey results that we get to that date. Uh, but we are looking for uh, discussions in small groups with priorities, but we're also looking for solutions and next steps. And this idea of housing shouldn't be broken up into silos. It truly is interconnected. And we are looking for realtors and developers, construction people, Oh, I was just at the EDC meeting last night, and the Marine Trades Association is having issues with getting qualified people to work here to find housing, uh, in addition to the various people who couch surf uh, all up and down the line. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that we should get into who is at this stage. This is the beginning. Uh, you know, we all have to deal with one thing, then another, and then we can go to another. We have to look at it as a whole and what it can do for you because we need people to work to make money and businesses to make money so that there's enough money, sales and various things that we have money to then work in areas that might not be uh, profit-oriented. <laughs> Right. I so there's more to say about the uh, actual event down to the snacks, but I don't want to take all the airtime. So well, how about go. you, Jane Dunn? You want to pick it up? Yeah, I'm, I was going to say I really would love to see people from the service industry. Um, I'd love to see employers there, and I really would love to see people there who have started to find some solutions. Like there's some employers in town who are able to cr provide a little bit of housing for their employees. Um, I would love to see those folks come and share how they're doing that because if you can tell us, if you can share with these groups who are trying to create solutions, how you did it, what you found were the snags, what's worked well, then you can really help I other people iron out their own plans towards success. So I, I do have a question about the nature of the meeting. Jane Dunn, will this meeting connect people to services in any way? That's not really the intent right. of the meeting. The I intent want to make of this sure meeting, people get yeah, that. absolutely. And recently, we did have a um, community resource connect that was really intended to connect people to their resources, um, and we will have some some information. Uh, I believe you're going to put some stuff on the KBBI website with yes, some we links are. to resources. So if people are looking for links to resources, there are ways that we can get you connected. And if you are personally having a hard time finding housing, we would love to have you there, especially, but the, the focus of this is creating solutions. We want, really want to be working together and collaboratively to find ways to come up with as many solutions as possible and begin working towards those solutions. It's not just to talk about it, it's really to get moving, get lots of balls moving in different directions. Thanks. Ryan Foster, you want to jump in there? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's something that, um, you know, a professional facilitator will really help with the event. Uh, Denali Daniels that we've been working on uh, creating the programming for the event and, and, and helping us create, you know, the surveys and, and hosting it on, on uh, their, their landing page. 
Um, it's really an event that um, you're not going to hear a lot of um, presentations or lecturing or anything like that. It's really participatory. And so uh, Denali's going to lead uh, you know, breakout groups through exercises where we can start talking about you know, all these challenges, which there are going to be many. Um, as well as talking about solutions, which I'm really hoping we have a lot of different ideas on potential solutions as well. And, and so it's really participatory. It's, it's, um, it's a type of event where you don't really do, um, I mean, you do listening as in you're, 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 you're having a conversation with uh, other attendees, but it's, it's really participatory. It's about uh, the community coming together and, and really just doing, doing, starting the work of dealing with, with a, a significant challenge in the community. Well, I, I still want to get back to the snacks, but I just want to tell the <laughs> listeners, I just want to tell the listeners that if you want to participate in this conversation, you are invited right now. Yes, you please. can email comments or questions to Kathleen at kbbi.org, or you can call 907-235-7721, and you can either leave your comment and they'll send it in, or you can go to air and talk to the panel. So I want to get back to the day of. What are we missing? So uh, it's good to hear that it's not that it's discussion, not lecture. And also, uh, we still haven't said all the different places you can find the survey. Yeah, so where we are you going to find that QR code and a website? Right. Well, actually, there's far more than that. Go for uh, it. So on the City of Homer's uh, website landing page, you will find a link that will take you to the surveys. Uh, there, as you said, if you see flyers around town or you get a picture of it, you can go through the QR code to take the survey. Uh, the chamber has sent out an email uh, yesterday, I believe, that has a link for it, but they will include that link on their uh, newsletter. Uh, I know Jane has, with her communication network, been sending it out, and I'm assuming that there are other uh, of the organizations that are doing the same thing. But also, I was told all you have to do is Google Homer Housing Solutions. It works because I took that survey last night while jockeying the borough assembly meeting, uh, <laughs> which is where I also learned that Peter, uh, new borough mayor, newly elected borough mayor Peter Machicki will be at the Homer Housing Solutions meeting. Excellent. Oh, he said, well, he told us he would be there. <laughs> he's pretty good with showing Excellent. up. He has a staff who, who makes sure he gets where he says he's going to be. Yes, and I'm very pleased that he seems to be very proactive with being uh, uh, involved with the various areas of the peninsula uh, and not just sticking to one area. So that's very pleasing to know. Uh, but yes, I thank you very much, Kathleen, for saying that it works, because I've been telling people to Google Homer Housing Solutions. It's, it's nice to know. You get there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have put out an invite on um, Facebook as well, and I've been sharing it to some of the uh, local Facebook groups. So, so while we're on Facebook, <laughs> let me just say that, well, I want to offer to you the uh, possibility that it's harder now because there aren't as many places to find housing. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. If you don't engage it with social media, it's a lot harder these it days is. to even find a place. Yeah, that's actually one of the questions on the survey mm -hmm, mm -hmm. touches on that. Where are you looking for housing? And I've been working in this field for a long time, and the only places that the first place I look is on Facebook groups. Um, like there's a Homer 
apartments and rentals page, you know, and there's stuff that'll pop up there. Bay Realty, um, their fa- their, all their property management is on their Facebook page. Um, there's Craigslist, which is really easy to find scams on there, but sometimes you can find some rentals on there. But there's really not a lot of places. I know that the Homer News does have some listings, but those are they're pretty sparse these days. Also, I guess my question, I don't know if this is for you guys, but I'll, maybe I'll find out at the meeting. I, I'm interested in like jobs that offer housing, but many of them don't offer housing to people who already live here. You're only offered housing if you come from outside. I haven't personally, I, I haven't heard that for that stipulation personally. I don't, I don't know if um, all the employers who, who do offer a little bit of housing, if that's always the case. So I can't speak to whether that's 100% the case or not. But Also, didn't the city, Ryan Foster, uh, maybe you know this, didn't the city just restrict camping in Hornaday Park and bring mm-hmm. the... Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Now, Karen Marks, go ahead. Uh, I attend a lot of meetings. Me too. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you're retired and you're looking for something to do. <laughs> Well, but what did you learn at that meeting? Well, there has been difficulties with the uh, campground, and that is why they are taking it off the rolls, so to speak. I can't address, I'm not, I'm a, a visitor to these meetings, and I listen and hear what is being done, but uh, there has been some safety issues from what I From what I heard at the meeting too. was property damage and drug use. And so they're just trying to... Uh, you know, figure out uh, how best to use that uh, area. So um, I don't know that any of us are at the stage where, you know, that almost is a city council issue. (laughs) Well, But I I would uh, like to, though, before I forget, because I'm at that age, if I don't say it, I forget to say it. Uh, I'd like to go back for just a minute about the survey. Go ahead. Because I think it's very crucial for people to know that, one, we want everyone to take it, whether you can come on the 25th or not. As Ryan said, it is extremely important to have local data because the state and federal data doesn't really always play out to be what's actually happening here. Even the borough data isn't right. necessarily mm-hmm. applicable. Yeah. Can you, exactly. Ryan Foster, can you expound on that a little bit? Like, what are the trends, and where do we, where do we diverge from them? Yeah, so we we have a lot of information where, where housing as a, a, a challenge um, is sort of a, a nationwide trend. Um, certainly, you know, we have Alaska trends, and we actually do have, you know, a fair amount of, of data for the Kenai Peninsula trends as well. And, and, and the trend is that, you know, housing is becoming more expensive. And, and the other trend is, especially since um, kind of post, you know, the 2008 uh, um, um, Great Recession, a lot less housing is being built. Uh, but there's still a lot of demand, you know, for, for housing um, um, throughout you know, the peninsula, the state, the, the, the nation. Um, so what we're finding is that it's just, it's very, you know, it's very difficult and it's very expensive for housing. So the trends as far as median housing are rising, um, as far as the vacancy rates are, are much lower. Um, and really the, the, the trends and, and what's really a little difficult to, to kind of put your finger on is a lot of the data goes up to 
you know, 2021, 2022. And what we know is, is COVID had a significant impact on, on housing and, 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 and how people were purchasing housing and moving and doing remote work and so on. And so we, we don't always have the up to minute uh, uh, data on, on um, you know, what's, what's going on in Homer in the, in the Southern Kenai Peninsula in 2023, right? But really the overall trend is it's a lot more expensive. Median housing prices have, have, have really climbed and, 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 and vacancies and, and rentals uh, uh, are, are, are low. Well, also I, I believe, you know, we talk about how Alaska is losing population, but that also is not true for the Kenai Peninsula boroughs. Right, right. So there's one way where we diverge from what is generally accepted as the truth. Yeah, absolutely, yes. The, the Kenai Peninsula is, I, I think, one of the few areas in, in the state that's seen population growth over the last few years, yes. So back to the survey uh, and the meeting on the 25th, or the gathering on the 25th, what, so someone could go there, first of all, take the survey now. Mm -hmm. I swear, it's like, it's less than 10 minutes. And or it could be more, because there's, uh, there's also, good on you, there's lots of opportunities to add your experience. Mm -hmm. But and and there is going to be, uh, within, I think, 24 hours, the employer uh, survey also. But the other reason to take it now is that we will be using the information from the survey that we get up till noon on the 23rd, and we will have some of that discussion at the meeting on the 25th. But we will continue the survey uh, for a couple weeks afterwards because this uh, issue is not going away with one mm -hmm. meeting. <laughs> that is, that's my next question is what happens after this survey? How, do, how does a person, uh, I definitely want to check in with the city, but also with, like you represent individuals a lot of the time, Jane yeah. Dunn. Uh, how, does, how does what you learn at the meeting and through the survey translate into creating affordable housing? I think one of the big things is it's going to really help us really isolate where the gaps are in the community and um, determine what the real needs are for the community. That's why it's so important that you take the survey. And the survey, too, it's it's going to be different for one person to take it for the, uh, versus another person. Um, it's it, um, it changes the path you take, kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure story that, you know, if you're looking to buy a house, you get one set of questions, and if you're looking to rent, you get a different set of questions. Um, but we also, like you said, there are options on, or opportunities on there to give your story, give your feedback and tell us. But having data, data is what provides funding. That's how we get grants. That's how we that's how you get matching grants. Yep. That's how you get everything. Yep. It's how people you have elected or appointed mm -hmm. decide how money is allocated. So if you want your opinion on how that money needs to be allocated or just if you want your interests represented then take that survey right and yes and i'd have to say that it's more than just looking for money and grants and various things like that that the that there is solutions yeah. that need to be dealt with uh in zoning uh in uh various kinds of codes and knowing what people uh are looking for, but also giving examples of what needs to be done, because a lot of people don't realize uh, it. one of the key areas is to discuss density. 
And so, you know. And I, how, well, you were just saying zoning and codes, and how, like, downtown area can be used. I know I've heard some council members talk about how they'd like to see uh, people able to have apartments above storefronts in town, and that's not really allowed right now, is it? Yes, it is, because I live it in is? one of them. What? <laughs> oh, that's right. I know where you are. <laughs> yeah, and, and so there are those of us that live on Pioneer, but trust me. do you me. own that? Do you rent it? No, I, mean, I own it. I realize that, yeah. uh, but does that make a difference in whether or I, not you can live there? I don't know that it I don't know. Ryan's shaking his uh, head. What I, do you think? I, I, I don't think evict me. <laughs> <laughs> I, There's no there housing for, for your car. All right, everybody, <laughs> calm down. No one's getting evicted. But Ryan Foster from the city, can you talk? Can you clarify? Yeah. Well, I, I think from from the the city's point of view and, and and how the city is involved currently in in housing, uh, in particular, you know, new housing construction is is through a development review process. So, uh, coming to the city hall, uh, uh, talking with you know the planning department, you know, submitting. Um, for you know the zoning permits uh, to make sure that uh, land use wise that what you want to do for housing is zoned for it uh, to make sure you're meeting your development standards and so on um, you know talking about um, you know water and sewer connectivity uh, and if not you know well and septic etc um, that that that's largely how the city plays a role on really a day-to-day -day basis is 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 that development review um, process. But having said that, um, and, and this is something that, that's being talked about in the planning world, really nationwide, Alaska, and I think we are locally here, and, and that is zoning. Zoning really is the, um, uh, the, the how, what types of housing can be built where, right. and then what those development standards are. And, and we were just... What the city is even empowered to do right. in terms of creating or or maintaining affordable right. housing. And, and that's and that's city code. That that's done by code. And so when we were talking about that example of, you know, the the terminology is, is vertical mixed use, that idea of having, you know, retail or restaurants, you know, on uh, commercial on a ground floor and then housing above it, that's something a lot of communities are talking more about as as a way in a, a town center to be able to provide you know more housing in a community. Well, I understand how it starts, how a community might want to create a business district, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it does seem like this is a return to <laughs> a long time ago yeah. when everybody lived uh, above their store. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, mm -hmm. but sometimes good ideas are important, but also it shows that maybe we are becoming a little more urbanized. Uh, I know when I moved from my home, which was uh, up on Mountain View, down to Pioneer, I laughingly said I went from suburbia Homer to urban Homer, and everybody laughs. Oh yeah, I live in, <laughs> I live in inner city Homer. I'm just down the, down the hill from city hall. But it is really becoming a little more reality, and that is one of the difficulties, is to have people wrap their heads around some of this. So that's why we're encouraging a great mm -hmm. number of people from different perspectives to come, but also uh, why we want to have some of this survey information to look at. Uh, so that we can't always say we have, we don't have the solutions right now. Right, right. But, right. and we might not have every solution 
uh, at the end of our meeting on the 25th, but hopefully we will have identified certain things. We will give the population an understanding, and then we want to, as it says in our flyer, next steps. Mm -hmm. We don't want to just stop there. And we do that all the time. Yes. We want yeah. to have a committee to form yeah. a committee during a breakout session. Something that yeah. moves things and, forward. And I think that that's that's a really good way to put it, is that that by having this conversation is is we actually I kind of expect. Uh, next steps to be cr maybe created, at least some of them created at the event itself on, on the 25th through these conversations and, and people getting together and, and talking to each other. Well, also, I think you'll be able to start or to even go further in identifying where a solution for one group creates a conflict mm. for another. Right. Because there's an equation going on here. It's not just one one group of people. I want to uh, get back to the survey for just a second. Mm -hmm because I just got a message uh, from Kyle that says just taking this survey, extensive and inclusive, well-organized, clearly defined, and easy to share your own story. Well done. Oh, so wow. Thank Kyle you, says Kyle. well done. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Thank and you. Uh, let's, so you can, can you take the survey? It's not too late to take the survey oh, on the day no. of, but you, but do it now or ASAP. Right. Because then you're is your debt already to be discussed and sorted yes on that yeah. day if yeah. you take it early yeah yes. within a couple of days yeah. probably yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll probably we'll have to uh i think it's a, a day or two before the event on the 25th uh we'll, we'll pull the survey data that we have at that date and we'll have that available to discuss at the event but we are going to keep the survey up for for a few weeks after the event for anybody who who who, who doesn't have time uh, or, or hadn't had the opportunity to take it yet so we can use the event itself as another opportunity to encourage um, folks to to uh, fill out the survey and if you have any questions or comments you can email kathleen at kbbi.org or you can call 907-235-7721 and we'd love to hear from you. You know, I'll, I want to add Go one ahead, more thing. Is, um, we're also coming to a time of year um, where we're going to start seeing a lot more people looking for housing at home or two. Uh, there's a lot of folks here who, through the winter, are staying in seasonal rentals. Um, and then they have to leave by April or May um, because those rentals become short-term rentals for the summer. And um, so, and there's, there's a gap too. Um, even campgrounds aren't really open for like, there's like a month between when people are booted from their short term, what becomes a short term rental and to when they can even camp. So there is often a big flurry of activity of people desperate to find housing. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that all those people can get onto our surveys too and, um, and get us more of that information and their stories because that story is becoming very prevalent. So I want to, uh, I want to ask, a question just came in, uh, so if you guys could clarify. So this survey, is it just for people who are renting or buying, but what about, like, how, would this, how does this address like long-term property owners? Like, is there a way to, gosh, I know it includes them, yeah. but I guess, yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure we, we um, adapted our survey such that if you say 
no, I'm not looking to rent. No, I'm not looking to buy. You still have an opportunity to give your um, experience and that's, your input. Mm -hmm. so that was my yeah, category. So you might not gotcha. be able to answer the survey questions because your experience doesn't match what our questions are looking for, but your input is still ex extremely important and valid and wanted. So um, yeah, go ahead and take the survey, even if you are a landowner and you are not personally looking for housing and mm -hmm. let us know well, <laughs> that, that's that's who I am like. that's who I was within the survey and there were still a lot of things that I felt like I had to offer like I had opinions about how how all this goes comes about and it is absolutely vital to the health of the community absolutely that people have affordable places to live yes the lack of housing doesn't just impact you if you're lacking housing mm -hmm. it impacts all of us we lack people um, it impacts to fill being jobs. able to get people to work at the hospital absolutely. it impacts people mm -hmm. being able to take jobs at the city yeah it's and just it yeah. impacts those people we we talked a little bit about this uh car and marks and i were talking a little bit about it before the show started that also, the culture has changed a little bit. The expectation when I moved here, and certainly the people who got here before I did, was that it was it was not it was absolutely expected that you were probably going to live in a dry cabin with no plumbing. You might ski in. I mean, like I knew professionals who came here and skied in a mile to their cabin, and that's where they lived. So, so expectations, and the city has grown in such a way that that's really not what people expect when they come here anymore. And even with seasonal people, used to be uh, tenting on the spit, and a lot of them used blue tarps yeah. <laughs> when I first came. <laughs> so, uh, yes, indeed. The, and that is another thing that needs to be addressed is mindset, to understand that this has changed. It is continuing to change, and there really is very little opportunity to go back 30 no, years. I no, mean, no. It, 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 some people might like to, to do that, but actually, even when I came uh, in the 80s, people were trying to close the door at the top of Baycrest. Uh, it really isn't going to happen, and mm -hmm. so we need to take a look at what our future is and what we can do at this point in time. Thank you for making that point. Also, I mean, it was, uh, it was a the city passed a resolution, it's been like 15 years more, maybe more ago. The chamber and the city were involved in an effort to make this more of a retirement community. Hmm. I mean, and that had a huge effect on what we're seeing right now. Yes, it was very uh, successful. Yes, <laughs> and, yes and, it was. And, and actually what we have, are seeing is that we need a more diversified community to be able to really keep Homer Homer. I just um, remember thinking when all of that discussion was going on within the council, you know, supporting the chamber and that, uh, that having lived in places where people retire, I know what that does to school mm -hmm. funding. Right. And we're seeing it now as well. Right. There is a movement with some people coming back in, but that's why it's crucial to have housing of right. all kinds. Well, yeah, and then, and then talking about that, like how everything's tied together, right? If, if Homer's becoming a bigger retirement community, that means you need more people working at the hospitals. You need more people who are providing long-term care, more people who are providing nursing care, and we don't have that. We don't have housing for all those folks. So I have a, I have a question that came in to, uh, 907-235-7721, KBBI's uh, phone number. Uh, the question is, is there, uh, is there any carpooling for the event? Is there any transportation? 
that or any number to call where people could organize. I mean, you could call the ride line. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but is that has that is that a part of your planning in any way? Uh, it really isn't. I would hope that we are an ad hoc group that <laughs> doesn't always have very much uh, ability to do a lot of our ourselves. But I would hope that many of the other uh, groups, particularly the ones that are involved in MAP, that they might like to step forward with their community and provide some of that. Although, if you've got ideas. <laughs> Actually, ironically, there will be a conversation the day before ours talking about transportation in the community. So that's really timely. At the same place? <laughs> no, uh, it's no. up in, are you going, Jane? I, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'm going. Oh, uh, it's a small community, <laughs> and we huge. oftentimes are, are in, connected in uh, several areas. Uh, but uh, I hope, obviously, people know that the three-legged stool of workforce is housing, transportation, and childcare. And so at the same time that there has been this uh, group of uh, ad hoc group uh, dealing with uh, housing, there has also been a similar type of group dealing with local transportation. And there is a meeting up at the Challenger Center on the 23rd of March from 10 to 2. Oh, that's uh, Kenai, right? That's yeah. Kenai. Okay. Uh, so with, it's borough uh, During that part of it going up there is there's several uh, transit programs already in place um, that actually one bumps does come down here periodically. But anyway, that's one of the reasons why it's up there. It's a low, it's a good central area. Uh, but yes, <laughs> as uh, Jane said, there uh, is discussion on transportation about that problem, but going back to your question or the question that was presented is uh, we as a task force have not been able to deal with that. So hopefully you could reach out to an organization that you're attached to and maybe, <clears throat> you know, several members of the group can carpool or... Okay. So it's just about time to call for final comments and questions from the listeners. Uh, give us a call at 907-235-7721. Jimmy is standing by, ready to take your call. Or you can just email it to Kathleen at kbbi.org. I want to, where are the places that we've missed? What is it that, I mean, this we could carry on this conversation for another two hours. You know, I'll, I'd ahead. love to touch on Jane affordability. Dunn. Go ahead, um, Jane Dunn. That there's not a lot of, uh, I, I don't, I'm often trying to push more information out there about what it really means for housing to be affordable. Um, for housing to be affordable, banks um, and other organizations um, who work with housing, they're going to say that you shouldn't be spending more than a third of your income on housing. And so if you look at the rent of a place and multiply it times three, that should be what your monthly income is. Um, but most of the places around here that you um, see popping up that are for rent, I would don't love really to know how that. many people could actually plug themselves into that formula and be within those parameters. <laughs> Probably not many. Not many. And you know, a lot of people will say, well, I, you know, I, well, I you make... You say they're supposed to be that way, supposed but to how be, many well, people are actually that. in that position? Right. Yeah, and supposed to be meaning means that, like, it's within your affordability that you're going to be able to pay for your rent, pay for your health care, pay for your food, pay for child care, all the things, and, and hopefully... save a little money. Save a little money, right? Yeah. 
like the, the ability to save a little money is diminished, <laughs> as we all well know. And so a lot of people will say, well, I can do it. You know, I make less than I can do it. And of course you can, um, you know, I came here as an AmeriCorps working, AmeriCorps member making $700 a month. Yeah, proud public radio for 20 <laughs> years here. I know you can make it all with you. You can make it. You but can't beat that formula. No, it just pushes you into debt for years to come if you wind up doing that. It makes it harder to. Well, I've been able to uh, avoid the debt. But uh, I don't usually talk personally. But, but <laughs> I, already, I, I feel like I've already, already put Ryan on the spot about his situation. And you almost discussed what my eviction. So I <laughs> eviction, right? I, I do feel like I'm able to uh, I'm able to make my expenses and even and even you know have some fun. Right. But what gets pushed away further and further away is I mean the idea that people retire that's one of the reasons why I, I have I have a spur in my saddle about retirement about making mm. this a retirement community right. because because I'll never be able to do that yeah not ever you know I just I'll work I, I have a pink polyester waitress uniform just ready for my retirement job I can see it I, now. I'm gonna be your breakfast waitress at 6 a.m. Making the joke, but the truth is that's the that's the trade off right. I had to make is that I don't I have some money put away, but everyone within the sound of my voice knows that one accident will, could wipe it all out. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. A lot of people have a false sense of security um, in terms of thinking, well, I don't experience that. You know, I don't. I'm okay. I've got housing. I can afford it. But as you say, one accident. And you've got a couple of big hospital bills that you know your insurance doesn't cover, or you're not insured, and um, yeah, that that'll just do you in. Could so I go ahead, card well, marks? Uh, let me just bring us back. I'll bring <laughs> you, I'll bring you back because you keep saying snacks. <laughs> oh, uh, let's get back. Thank goodness before we're done. Yes, we I, I mean uh, we will have refreshments, but they will be refreshments. Uh, we purposely chose the hours of the event for two reasons. Is one so that people don't starve to death waiting for their lunch, uh, but the other is we know it's a Saturday, and if anyone is taking time out of their Saturday, that is very special. And so we know that this subject could be handled in a three-day seminar. But you we, don't want to take hostages, you want right. to, yeah. <laughs> and, but, and hopefully, that means that people from the community will feel strongly enough about this subject and showing their uh, viewpoint on priorities and solutions that they will give us their valuable time half a day on Saturday. So, yes, uh, we will not starve you. Uh, there are going to be refreshments. We haven't gone shopping yet, so I'm not sure I can tell you what we're going to get. But I did get a comment, uh, which makes me think of a question. Uh, Jess says, we have a yurt factory in town with a crew ready to solve this problem. Heck yeah. Uh, and that in two days, there can be a 16-foot diameter yurt to live in. It's where you put it. So does the city still have restrictions on where a yurt can go? Um... I've been to so I, many meetings now that they're all like the same meeting, especially if they <laughs> happened years ago. 
I unfortunately, I, I don't personally know the details on them. I, I do see them around, you know, in the community. There's some right so, downtown. There's so, some yeah, right down yeah. the beach. Um, yeah. But that type of idea, we would very encourage, you know, people to attend the event to bring that kind of idea and, yeah. and, and see if we can get some, some traction on Also, on the yurt lot is an employer in solutions. town. So, yeah. Jess, uh, if you're, I guess you are listening. Hope Thanks you for, for your comment. Come to that meeting. Please do. Please. And, and. Make connections with those people. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we used to have the Yurt Village right in town, back over there where uh, Fat Olives is in that area for a long time. And um, there was some we're cool little right. shops, and I think yeah. some people live there. Um, but, you know, something like that would be great. And even if it's not in city limits. So there's a great example of a partnership that might be created at this event. So Jess is saying that they've got yurts. I know that that's the case, and that would be wonderful. If we've got people who are like, you know, I can help put up some platforms. And somebody else is there says, you know, I've got a little parcel of land. Um, those those three contributors can boom. They can solve a problem. You really are like open to immediate solutions. Absolutely. Well, that's good. To oh hear. heck yeah. And <laughs> and it also proves what the Jane is saying is that this is for the greater Homer area. Mm-hmm. We recognize that our organizations touch beyond the city limits, but we also know when most people say, "Where do you live?" No they live in Homer. Not necessarily in the boundaries of the city, but the concept is you live in Homer. Sure. And so we want to make sure that the greater Homer area knows that you are welcome, not just those people living in the city. Yeah, Milchick mm-hmm. all the way out to Kachemak Salo. That's all considered Homer because that's that Homer's where we do our business. Mm-hmm. Homer's where mm-hmm. we you know do our work and everything. So yeah, services, amenities, yep. you know, the the, the kind of focus of the culture you know in the community being in homer but also realizing when we're talking about housing and employment and so on uh it's really we're, we're thinking it's a it's a southern kenai peninsula kind of focus on on this event and, and for this group thank you so much now i'm going to go over a few details about the survey and the community conversation and then i'll be back to all of you for any final comments that you want to add but just to, first of all Take the survey. You can, uh, you guys can help me out on this if you like. Uh, City of Homer has a link to it. You can just plug Homer Housing Solutions into your favorite search engine and get there. Uh, there are flyers around with QR codes that'll yep. get you there. What else? Chamber has the news. The newsletter is going to have that. And it will be as we post the recording of this show. We'll post a link to the landing page for the meeting and then also post that image uh, with the address, time, date, QR code. And it's also an event on Facebook, too. There you go. Yeah, if you see it, share it. So that's uh, the meeting is Saturday, March 25th, 9 a.m. until 12.30, snacks to be determined, (laughs) and at the Christian Community Church, which is right on Bartlett Street, right across the, the road and uphill from the Pratt Museum, and, and it's accessible as well, the space where it is. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I want to know, I, your QR code has a little T-Rex on it. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, so <laughs> Brian Foster, uh, I feel like I've left you out for the last 10 minutes or so. Uh, is there anything, I'll go around to everyone, and I'm going to give Karin the last word. Uh, anything that you feel like you want to add or has gone on st- unsaid, I did want to uh, expand a little bit more on next steps. And so, uh, like I said, it, this is a participatory event. It's really about 
uh, community members coming together, having a conversation, talking about the challenge and barriers that we're all uh, uh, experiencing, as well as talking about those potential solutions. And so what our group is aware of is, is that we're not going to solve, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to solve a, a housing uh, a challenge in one half-day event. And so next steps, we are going to have a, a, a report coming from the event itself. So we're going to be recording, you know, this information. So we're going to have a report on that. We'll also have the survey data uh, available as well. Um, and I think that we're going to find some next steps from the event itself, from the actual, you know, conversations, participation. And I think some of the, the, the group members have some ideas about next steps that we'd be sharing at the, the event as well, realizing that this is a, a, a you know, housing is a, a complex topic. There's sort of a, a mosaic of, of, of all sorts of different uh, uh, people that are impacted in many different ways. Um, that this is, this is a, a challenge that we're going to have to continue working on over uh, um, uh, really probably the, the longer term. Thanks so much. That is Ryan Foster from the Special Projects Department of the City of Homer. How, how close is that? Very close. I'm a Special Projects Coordinator with the City special of Homer. Special Projects yeah. Coordinator for the City of Homer. Also, Jane Dunn from Choosing Our Roots. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? You know, I'll just say that when I, so I came to Homer about 20 years ago, and when I first landed here, um, there was a lot of discussion talking about the city center project. That's kind of diminished as well, but I really loved that the community really talked about what are the impacts of this? How's it going to change the community? And I thought, you know, this is the place I really want to stay because people are really involved in the changes and really wanting to take care of each other. And I think that this is just, I'm really, I'm excited to see who shows up and looking forward to everybody's solutions. So please Thanks come. so much. That's Jane Dunn from Choosing Our Roots and Karen Marks from the Homer Economic Development Advisory Council. Commission. Commission. <laughs> you were close. It was so close. <laughs> yes. What else, uh, what have we, uh, or what would you like to leave us with? Uh, well, I think Ryan and Jane really uh, captured what we are intending and where we're going with this. So I have to say thank you to the groups. I have to thank you to uh, the people who are involved. And the one thing is that we can't let moving forward slip through the cracks. Because what we were able to do is put this together pre-summer. And we all know when you get to summer, many people do need to make their serious living then. They do need to do a variety of things. So That uh, kind of engagement backs off. Yes. And we're using every hour of daylight we possibly yeah. to can. To sometimes have fun. Yes. And it is just uh, something that don't feel that we're going to ignore this because summer's coming, that we might be working slowly on, during those months but I look forward, particularly with EDC in the fall, to create some strategic goals that will help to move this forward. And I would assume that everyone else is going to be really taking a hard look at it uh, and moving forward this fall. Well, thanks so much to Karen Marks, Ryan Foster, and Jane Dunn. I'm Kathleen Gustafson. And this has been The Coffee Table. The time is 9.57 a.m. I'll be back in just a moment with the weather.
my queendom. Come one, come all. When it comes to lyrics, I bring them. In spring, I sing and fall. I call out to all the ones who had a hard day. I prepared a place on my dance floor. The time is now for you to party. I thought it would be a good chance for you to move. House music always soothes. So get with the flow, let's go. Yo, can you rock to a house group tempo? If so, then shall we let the games begin? What better opposition can you be in? I'm on fire. The flames too hot to doubt. The pool is open. Come into my house. Let me win. 